Hi, welcome to the podcast. In this session, we will review the curious and controversial and ever-evolving data linking the use of talc with ovarian cancer. Is the link real? Let's take a look. The debate between talc and ovarian cancer began decades ago. Now, in the early 1970s, scientists discovered that talc particles were actually found in ovarian tumors. Then, in 1982, a Harvard researcher by the name of Daniel Kramer reported a possible link between talc and powder use and ovarian cancer. His study was followed by several more, finding an increased risk of ovarian cancer among regular users of talc and powder. Kramer's studies and the many others that followed that showed a possible relationship used a case control approach. That's where a group of women diagnosed with ovarian cancer and a group without it are asked to recall their past diet and activities and then the two groups are compared. Critics say these kinds of studies have serious drawbacks, particularly recall bias. Women may forget what they did or, if diagnosed with cancer, might inadvertently overestimate their use of a suspect substance, whereas people without a serious disease may be less motivated to remember details. Three other studies, considered cohort studies, did not find an overall link. Unlike the case control studies, these efforts began with a large group of women who did not have cancer and followed the progress of their health, with participants recording what they did in real time. The results of this approach, most scientists say, are stronger because they aren't subject to the deficiencies of memory. Now, sometimes the conflicting and confusing results don't come from different authors, but within the same author pool itself. In February of 2014, one editorial board reviewed an analysis of several case control studies that found genital powder use was associated with a modest increased risk of ovarian cancer. The board decided to add the article to the NCI website and noted a weak association between between talc and ovarian cancer. It also added a link to the website of the International Agency for Research on Cancer. That's the IARC. That's a World Health Organization agency that had concluded years ago that talcum powder use was possibly carcinogenic when used in the female genital area. Okay, but the mystery continues because just a year later, now in 2015, the same board scrutinized the Women's Health Initiative study and took another look at previous studies. That's when it changed the wording on the NCI website to say that the weight of evidence actually did not support a link. The board also removed the IARC information. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Surely, the FDA has a solution for these dilemmas. 
Well, the FDA, too, has wrestled with the same issue. In 2014, it denied a citizen's petition asking the agency to require a warning label on talcum powder. Its review of the scientific literature found no link between the product and cancer. But because the agency continues to get adverse events reports, including talcum powder, it is taking another look at the evidence and launching its own laboratory research. The summer for one study funded by the FDA's Office of Women's Health says talc's effects on female genital system tissues have not been adequately investigated. Well, what about the American Cancer Society, the ACS? Well, the American Cancer Society says studies on talcum powder and ovarian cancer have been mixed with some studies reporting a slightly increased risk and some reporting no increased risk. For the individual woman, the American Cancer Society states that if there is an increased risk, the overall incidence is likely to be very small. All right, we've talked about individual studies, we've talked about the FDA and the American Cancer Society. But here's where things get even more interesting. Here comes Canada. Last week, Canada and its health ministry issued a new investigation and warning statement on this very topic. As part of December 2018, the government of Canada considered measures that would prohibit or restrict the use of talc in some products. After reviewing the latest science and producing a draft screening assessment, the government proposed that inhaling loose talc powders and using certain products containing talc in the female genital area may be harmful to human health. Again, this announcement was made on the Health Canada website just in the beginning of December 2018. The document notes that the draft assessment did not identify human health risks from oral exposure, including talc in food and drugs, dermal exposures like the application of talc-containing products to the skin, or inhalational exposures from dry hair shampoo or pressed powder products such as cosmetics like eyeshadow and blush. However, the assessment did identify two types of exposure scenarios of potential concern to human health. The first was inhalation of fine particles of talc used during loose powder application, like in some self-care products, specifically body powder, baby powder, face powder, and foot powder. These could potentially result in damage to the lungs. The other scenario of concern was exposure of the female perineal area, which includes the genitals, to self-care products containing talc, like baby powder, baby powder in diaper or rash creams, genital antiperspirants and deodorants, body wipes, and even certain kinds of talc-containing bath bombs, as this type of exposure, once again, according to Health Canada, has been associated with ovarian cancer in studies of the human population. All right, so despite all this conflicting data, we have Health Canada releasing a document on its government website trying to ban talc in certain products. So what do we do with all this? Where are we? Well, remember that the scientific community has still not reached a consensus. Again, just take a look at this data from a decade. Starting in 2007 to 2018, there's been a whirlwind of information which is actually conflicting. So let's take a look at this decade in review. 
In a 2008 review appearing in the European Journal of Cancer Prevention, it was concluded that data collectively do not indicate that cosmetic talc causes ovarian cancer. The heterogeneity in the perineal dusting studies has raised important concern over the validity of the exposure measurements and the lack of a consistent dose-response effects limits making casual inferences. Perhaps more importantly, it's unknown whether external talc dust enters the female reproductive tract at all, and measures of internal talc exposures, such as talc-dusted diaphragms and latex condoms, show no relationship with ovarian cancer risk. Remember, this is according to the 2008 European Journal of Cancer Prevention. According to that 2008 document, talc is not genotoxic, not mechanistically, pathologically, or in other animal studies found to be a carcinogen of or predictor for ovarian cancer. Okay, let's compare that 2008 manuscript to a recent publication in 2018 out of the journal Epidemiology. This recent review in Epidemiology concluded that Quote, in general, there is a consistent association between perineal talc use and ovarian cancer. End quote. Now, this study was based on a meta-analysis of observational studies that included at least 50 cases of ovarian cancer and looked at 24 case control studies and three cohort studies. So, confused yet? Well, welcome to the club. So, we'll leave it at this. The U.S. National Cancer Institute says that the weight of evidence just does not support an association between perineal talc exposure and an increased risk of ovarian cancer at this time. However, the data is continuously evolving. So, what is the recommendation? Well, we'll give you the expert opinion next. All right, so what are we supposed to do with all of this conflicting information on the use of talc in the female genital area and ovarian cancer risk? Well, remember, the U.S. scientific community has just not reached a consensus. So what is the expert opinion called Level C medical recommendation? Well, it's this. If there is a link, a relationship between the use of genital female talc on ovarian cancer, the association tends to be a weak one. But even a weak association is still an association. So remember to advise women until more data makes the decision clear. Remind women not to use talc in the female genital area because any association, though tenuous and weak, can still be significant. Well, that wraps up our podcast covering the controversial issue on the use of talc in ovarian cancer. We'll see you next time.